coaches this is Jason Honstadt with the pro style spread offense daily podcast and today it is a not so bright not so sunny well a little bit bright because there's snow on the ground Tuesday afternoon and um, we're gonna be talking about Malzahn Gus Malzahn again um, been breaking down his stuff and really, really enjoying digging into it and seeing what he's doing. Um, and I'm in the Georgia game right now, and there's a play in there that I want to talk about. Um, and I want to give a quick strategy tip before I do that. And the strategy tip is this. When you are getting um, uh, creating new formations... Maybe you're creating unbalanced formations, eccentric formations. Um, you need to just put a name to it, okay? Because by the time you try to call it four or five words like, um, like this is unbalanced, trips right, X over, you know, by the time you get through all that, you should have just made up a new name for it and called it Vegas. You know, it's a trick formation. Call it Vegas. Or something, something like that. Vegas right. Or just Vegas if you only run it one way. It's Vegas. And everybody knows that's where they line up. I mean, that's how you can simplify um, with these uh, uh, when you want to create unique formations and do some crazy stuff. So Malzahn has a play um, that I was breaking down. And I'm going to call the formation Vegas. And here's what it is. So um, think of your regular line. Uh, center guard tackle shotgun formation and it's a empty formation okay now the ball's on the left hash so way out to the right side um, he takes uh, an extra actually uh, let me go back let me go back okay so you've got your center guard tackle on the right and then center guard tight end on the left where the left tackle would normally be then he takes the left tackle and moves them split out outside the hash to the right side, almost all the way to the numbers. Okay, now for college, hashes are in a couple yards, so um, it wasn't as wide as you're thinking high school guys, and you, it doesn't have to be that wide. Uh, but you take them out there and they have a, a, a wide bunch set with a tackle and an X who's on the line, a split end, and then um, and then an H, so your halfback, okay? Someone who can catch and run. All right, so you've got a, a kind of a two on, so on, off, on, in a tight bunch formation. And then on the opposite side, to the tight side, he has, um, he has uh, two guys off, okay? So that's your four off, your quarterback, your H, and then your Z and your F. Are on the other side now it's tight to the boundary but they're spread out evenly okay so it, it's basically a tight end trips to that side even though the tight end is where the tackle would be it goes center guard tight end and then slot and uh, and Z okay all right so that's the formation now out of this when you come to the line the first thing they're looking for is did Alabama recognize the um, hidden Y to the tight end side. Did they recognize him? If they put three guys over the top to that side, 
um, then you check off of it, okay? You're not going to go back there because they've got three guys covered up. Um, and so you're, then you're going to look at the other side and you're going to see, did they put three guys over there? Now, they didn't. They had a safety high. He was 10 to 12 yards up high. And then they had a backer who widened out. He was pretty close and a corner. But it was three against two because the corner was up and the backer was up. And so the, uh, the tackle overbrock the backer and the uh, X blocked the corner. And then they threw a quick bubble out to, um, out to the uh, H out there. He caught it, made a nice break, and he got eight, eight to 10 yards because it took the safety a while to come down on that. Okay, so um, they threw the bubble out there. It was two, it was three against two, and they got a nice gain. Now, if Alabama had not had covered that bubble, if they had shifted a safety over, um, and then that would have effectively pulled the backside safety to center field, so it would have been one high, um, then I gotta believe that he would have he would have that the quarterback would have been reading the short side of the field. So two high, um, you're going wide side to the bubble. One high, you're going tight side because here's what they were doing back there. All right, uh, the widest um, receiver was the Z. He was running a tunnel screen, so two steps up, come back, and then tunnel inside, catch a ball, get up field. Okay, the um, the F out there was blocking his man. So he came up off the line like he was um, running route and then cut outside and, and blocked the corner, stock blocked the corner. The tight end released really wide, like he was also going out to block the backer like you normally would do on a tunnel screen. You'd send him out wide to pick up a backer and, and, uh, and you'd throw it out there and he'd tunnel inside and get up field, okay? Except, he got about um, five yards outside and, and upfield a little bit, and then he broke it right up the hash on a seam route, okay? And so I kept thinking, well, did they call the tunnel screen back here? Did they call the seam route? What are they calling? I've never seen that before. Is it like a tunnel and go? But one guy kept stock blocking, and the other guy ran the seam route. And I decided it's a two-and-one. So here's the read on that. If he was going backside, quarterback's looking first for the seam all right if guys jump on that tunnel screen then if the linebacker jumps on that tunnel screen or safety jumps on it you're going right behind him you've got the seam route should be a touchdown to a tight end that is hidden where the tackle should be all right but if they stay over the top and drop and he's capped or covered up um, then you throw the tunnel screen right inside okay um, and at the very worst, you get tackled for a gain of a few yards um, because the uh, linebacker is caught off guard. So anyway, I thought it was a pretty sweet play because there's a lot of options on it. And I'm curious if they've called it in any other games because it's a pretty complex play. Number one, you've got the, the formation back there. You've also got... Um, the two options of a tunnel screen, of a seam read tunnel screen, and a bubble to the other side. No run option at all on the play from inside because it's quarterback, he's just going to the right or to the left. 
Um, pretty cool play. So it's one I, I enjoyed drawing it up, enjoyed talking about it. It's going to be in the course on breaking down Malzahn. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I'll keep sharing some different stuff that I get out of the course. I've got seven or eight plays already broken down. Just sharing one, one of them with you that was pretty cool. Hopefully you got my email today. Um, there's a Vegas clinic, National Spread Offense Clinic. My question in the email is, do you want to hear me speak? I would be interested in speaking there. Um, but do you want to hear me speak? Is it worth it? I like producing content, putting blogs, video stuff, but sometimes in person is way better and you can learn a lot more um, and you can understand it. I can answer the little questions. It's just better than online. So if you're interested in going to that clinic and you want to go and you'd like me to speak at it, let me know. I'm looking for your feedback here. What should I do? All right, like the choose your own adventure books. I'm in it. Should I speak? Should I not speak? Choose your own adventure. All right, coaches, been great chatting today. Um, if you get a moment, and uh, I'd really appreciate your feedback on the podcast, especially in iTunes. Go in there, give it a, uh, a rating and a comment. Um, ratings are great. Comments are golden. Um, greatly appreciate it. Have a great one today, coaches. Later.